sleepyheads. This is Mr. Producer. I want to welcome you to another episode of Surf to Sleep, the podcast for sleepyheads. In the past, we have had several guest hosts. Every episode, we have a guest host. Uh, we've had an elbow. We've had a bottle of contact solution. Tom, very odd fellow there. Uh, we've had a, a really stoked surfer. We've had a, a pea, as in a green pea. Don't get any ideas. And we've had a fellow who wanted to know what it's like to be a fish or to, to talk like a fish or to communicate with fish so far we've never had an animal and this episode episode 7 will be the first one to feature an animal I, I was trekking through the woods and it was dusk and it was nice and cool outside I was barefoot, but there were no thorns or stickers or briars or anything like that. The grass felt really nice on my feet. And I saw a baby corvid. And he was he's is so cute. And I thought, well, what does this corvid dream about? Although we've had non-human guests before, this, like I said, this is the first animal we've had. So I've got to do something a little special. I have to use magic sleep dust that makes humans understand baby birds specifically. Don't know if this works on adult birds, but definitely does work with baby birds. So the podcast... The corvid, the baby corvid, will be speaking in squawks, whistles, and all the other beautiful and funny things that that a corvid would do. But you are going to hear it as though it were speaking American English because of this magic sleep dust that I have, and Newton's going to get some out of my pouch here. Alright, there you go. You are now, at least for the next 40 or so minutes, you will have the ability to understand baby birds. Now don't, don't leave bed and go look for a baby bird because, you know, to, to, to see if you can now communicate with it because they're not going to they're not going to like that very much. And I do believe that... Well, I don't... I, I, I do believe I should have not taken this, this baby bird from its nest. We'll have to ask the baby bird if that's okay, or if that was okay for me to do, because now I don't want his mother to 
to think something's up. But without further ado, well, actually, we, we want all the ado that you can do. But so we'll just say, let's continue on with the show and let me introduce to you uh, little Boop Beak the Baby Bird. You are listening to Surf to Sleep, a podcast for sleepyheads. I am your producer, Mr. Producer. I make the show. This is a little housekeeping. I have some great news. At the end of August 2021, you will be able to listen to the music from these episodes on Spotify and other music streaming sites at no cost. If you enjoy the music that I write for these episodes, then you can listen to that and uh, make it a part of your day, put it on playlists, tell other people about it, listen to it without hearing the entire show. It's the middle of the day, perhaps you don't want to go to sleep, perhaps you want to just listen to the music. So I'm pretty excited about that. As, I, as I'm making these episodes, I'm getting more and more comfortable with what I'm doing, I'm getting more and more interested in collecting these dreams that all these beautiful characters are having, all these all these hosts, these guest hosts. If you can't tell, if you if you this is your first time listening or or maybe you, you're just asleep too soon to figure it out, or not too soon, but soon enough to, to not figure it out. Uh, each podcast has a different host. Each episode has a different host. And I collect their dreams, and it turns out to be well, a pretty somniferous piece of, piece of work. And remember, as always, the best thing you can do to help the show is tell somebody about it and leave positive reviews. If you have constructive criticism, I would like to hear that too. Please email me at surftosleep at gmail.com. Surftosleep at gmail.com. So, okay, that's enough housekeeping. Let's get on with the show, as my friend Scoots would say. Hello, my name is Boop Beak the Baby Bird. I was told that I could go for a car ride if I do this podcast. Being a baby bird, I do not know what a podcast is, but the man... I think his name is Mr. Produce. He said that if I talk into this microphone, he will let me go for a car ride because that's what puts me to sleep. And I'm so tired. My mom was trying to get me to learn how to fly, and I said, mm, I'm not ready. How about you just put an, another an, another worm right here and stay here with my mouth open? I don't know much about humans. I'm just a just a little corvid bird, but it's a very 
for all of you like Mr. Produce. He's a very confusing being. Humans are much bigger animals than us birds. But I'd love to go for a car ride. Even though I'm a bird and I've never been in a car, I've heard that it does some wonders for, for baby humans going to sleep. So Mr. Produce, he says, okay, I'll, uh, I'll, 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 I'll take you for a car ride if you do this podcast. And I said, what's a podcast? And he says, don't you worry, baby boop, baby bird. And I said, well, my name is Boop Peak because my mom, she boops my beak. He said, that's adorable. And I, and I said, how am I able to talk to you? I've never talked to a person before. How do you understand what I'm saying? And he says, well, there's this special sleep dust. I asked him, are you a, a magician or a wizard like, like Merlin? And then Mr. Produce, he says, well, sort of. I'm a collector of dreams, he said. Well, isn't that interesting? He, he, he said, I, I'm not sure I should be doing this, taking you from your mom. And I said, well, she's, she's away right now getting stuff for the nest and and I, I think it's okay and he said well humans think we, we shouldn't we shouldn't touch you I said oh no 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 I I like being touched he said well isn't your mom gonna smell me um, I and then I, I told told mr. produce I I mean she might smell you causes the mother bird to become afraid of possible predators and 
and to leave its children to the elements. One of the biggest issues with this concept is that birds are not particularly known for their sense of smell. Well, that's rather offensive. Of course, there are some types of fowl that have better noses than most. The word fowl is problematic in bird culture. I just need you to know that, even though I'm a baby bird and I don't know about that a lot. Turkey vultures, for instance, can find decaying matter by smell. However, most birds do not get by by using their olfactory senses, as they just aren't that sophisticated. Oh, another offensive line of thinking here. I, um, I'm going to have to talk to Mr. Produce about this. I, I do want to go for a car ride, but maybe not this much. So you're worried a mother bird will smell you on her baby. And I'm a baby. You have nothing to be concerned about. Birds don't actually abandon their young. Okay, and that's a positive. My mom's not going to abandon me. I don't know who or where my dad is. This theory also ignores the nature of almost every living animal, which is to protect its offspring as much as possible. Getting a little teared up here. Sure, there are some instances where an animal may abandon its young, but this doesn't happen very often. In fact, you can do a quick search for birds protecting their young and find tons of articles and even videos attesting to this fact. Just occurred to me, I'm able to read English on a screen. I couldn't do that before meeting Mr. Produce. He did sprinkle something strange onto me. He said it was sleep dust, and he said that he would sprinkle you with some sleep dust too. idea that the mother bird would up and leave at the slightest sign of danger discounts her instincts to protect the children she spent time and effort raising. Should you handle a baby bird? The story about how mother birds will abandon their babies if they are handled was most likely started by parents trying to prevent curious children from harming delicate and small animals. I remember uh, one time my mom told me that she sat in a window and watched humans watching a show called Derek. And Derek rescued a baby bird. And that was nice. And he even called the ambulance for it. The truth is, however, although baby birds are sometimes seen outside their nest on the crown, and this isn't necessarily a bad thing, nor does it always require human assistance. Maybe we're just learning how to fly, which I haven't done yet. But, but soon enough, I tell you.
birds learning how to fly. Oop, I told you. We'll likely spend some time hopping around until they get the hang of their wings. This means if you see a small bird hopping or move about on the ground, move, I should say moving, but it doesn't. It's doing just fine. Another good indicator that the bird is right where it needs to be is that it has feathers. This means it's old enough to fly and probably just trying to get the hang of it. <laughs> In the rare instance that you see a baby bird with weird tuffy feathers that haven't fully come in, or one that doesn't say weird, Weird, toughy feathers, excuse me. This, this article, this is, it's very insensitive. This means it's old enough to fly. Oh, no, no, I already read that. Uh, it doesn't seem able to move about on its own. It's likely still nesting. In this case, it's fine to carefully pick it up and place it back in its nest without any concern about its mother leaving. That's all well and good. Would you would you like to hear what music sounds to birds? I don't know about all birds, but for corvids like me, blackbirds, we like this kind of music, and, and I'll perform it for you now. And, and as I mentioned before, you have had this magic sleep does put on you so you can hear my squawks and squeaks as, as words and, and now music. Here we go. Oh. 
John James Audubon, The Making of, of an American, by Richard Rhodes. That should be pronounced Rahades, Rahodes, winner of the Pulitzer Prize. There's a picture of a bird on the front, and it looks like it may have been drawn or painted or watercolored by a person who's never seen a bird before. I should know. I'm Rupik, the baby bird. And this book was originally bargain priced at $5.98. But Mr. Producer, he bought it for $1.50. $1.50. Bookstore store called Open Books, he says, which is a clever name. John James Audubon, JJ, as we in the in the the Corvid community call him. And this is for Don Borman. I wonder if Mr. Producer's name is Don Borman. He's supposed to be Mr. Boring, producer. Uh, it says, in the beginning, all the world was America. And that's a quote by John Locke. And sir, that's, that's probably not true. Uh, I'm just a baby. I'm a few weeks old. But it doesn't seem to ring true. Some things are just true. Uh, and you know they are because they, they sound true. And you feel it in your little baby bird gut. Thank you. 
that's because your female is on the phone. Okay. This is a sleep podcast. I'm your host, Christopher. You should know better than that. Let's be serious. Dark and rather sunken eyes, sunken eyes, light colored eyebrows, aquiline nose, and a fine set of teeth. Hair, fine texture, and luxuriant, divided and passing down behind each ear, in luxuriant ringers as far as the shoulders. Hmm.
part of my toast. Oh, Mr. Producer, this, he's... Oh, you want me to tell them? Okay, Mr. Producer says, says, uh, uh, uh Boopy gets, it's time to, to go for a ride. And he wants me to... Okay, I'll get, I'll get into the Honda and I'm in the back seat and read from the laptop about, uh, babies s sleeping in the back seat. Okay, that uh, yes, I can. Uh, that sounds fantastic, and I'm sure your listeners will enjoy that. Thank you. And and when I go to sleep, uh, you'll you'll be able to to listen to my dream, sleepyheads. What do you think of that? Which she never gets, and ice cream. What's 
sleeping, okay? Does your baby only sleep in the car? Keep your baby sound asleep safely. Sleepbabylove.com
Whichever these, which, whichever of these methods you use, you'll be saving time and money, and you won't be out on the road exhausted. And if you're not using the car every time, your child may get better at falling asleep on his own. Sleep training for both you and your little one. Susie Parker is founder of Sleep Baby Love and a certified infant and child sleep consultant through the Family Sleep Institute. And Susie's not writing the world, but ridding the world of sleepless families. She loves spending time with her two girls that have given her a ton of real-world sleep experience head-on. Mr. Producer, I, I think I've, I've done enough reading of the websites and books. I think it's time to go to sleep and dream. What do you say? Close-ups of eyeballs tend to happen a lot in the dreams of mine. This is a true story. myself in the mirror and I'm putting on makeup, lifting one eye with the hands of my fingers so that it, it's wrinkled, it's grease paint so I blow dry my face and I drive an upside down car. The sky is green. of mice being attacked by beasts that look somewhat like my kin. The great leviathans under the water and the sun speaks through the trees and I comb my eyebrows. 
legs from the cars, power tools. Just a friendly suburban neighborhood. I'm giving myself a mustache. It's white and grease paint.
Boopbeak is fast asleep. And don't worry, I have parked the car to record this last part of the, the podcast, the outro. If you're still awake, as always, you can queue up another episode. And if you know of other people who are sleepyheads like yourself, maybe you can tell them about this podcast. Boopeek is stirring in his car seat. It's quite adorable. Please do remember to be kind to each other, or at least try to be. It's pretty hard being a human, and it's probably pretty hard being a little baby black bird named Boopeek sometimes. Good night.